four days until my six-year sobriety birthday. Continuous sobriety from drugs and alcohol. So it's Monday night. It's about 7 p.m. Pacific daylight time here in Southern California in my little office. And I just finished with an online meeting that I have been co-facilitating for almost three years now. The community is called Recovery Dharma, and it's an online community. And you can learn more about it at recoverydharma.online. And I'll put the link in the show notes. Prior to Recovery Dharma, I was participating with Refuge Recovery, which is also a Buddhist recovery program. And that I was doing in person. And I was also attending meetings in Hollywood and LA and also in Huntington Beach. And then I just started doing them online. And then there was a big shakedown with Refuge Recovery and the online community that I was regularly attending in about year three of my sobriety, decided to transition from Refuge Recovery into Recovery Dharma. And then Monday night was a queer meeting, LGBTQIA+, and I volunteered to help and start pitching in. And I've been co-facilitating for almost three years. And tonight we had 47 people there. And it was such a beautiful meeting. And several people commented on the gentleness and the peace and the intimacy of the meeting. We've met, we meet on Zoom. We have been, I've been on Zoom for almost four plus years with these online recovery Buddhist meetings. And I think tonight what really just stands strong in my heart is this promise in AA about, um, well, the promises, there's a bunch of them, and they're coming true in my life. And maybe I'll share the promises with you in uh, a couple days. But for tonight, I want to stay rooted on my Monday which has always been about recovery dharma for the last several years. And so, one, I want to give a shout out. I want to dedicate this episode to Nikos. Nikos is a friend that I met through CMA and AA in the very first summer of my recovery in 2015. And he was a very spiritual, um, magnanimous personality and we had a relationship a friendship for a few months didn't last very long but it left a huge impact he taught me about aa he taught me about the obsession of the mind and the allergy of the body that um he taught me so much about the 12 steps and he also taught me about he's the one who introduced me to adi ashanti so nikas if you're out there (laughs) Thank you so much for your friendship and for sharing Adi Ashanti with me and your insights about AA and 12 Steps. I started attending Refuge Recovery right in the first 90 days. I started going up to LA, Hollywood once in a while. Um, Against the Stream was the name of the center. I read the Refuge Recovery book. It's a fantastic book. There's guided meditations in it. We always meditate for at least 15 to 20 minutes, um, equanimity meditations, forgiveness, impermanence, breathing, um, mind meditations, process of the mind, the breath, um, compassion, for, um, 
anyway, it's, it's such a cool addition to my recovery. And it became very clear to me in the first six months of being sober in 2015 that part of my tapestry of sobriety was to be inclusive and to make space for everything that lights up. And man, did Adi Ashanti light up and did Refuge Recovery light up in the beginning. And then very quickly, Recovery Dharma. And it's just like, I just feel like my recovery is so abundant. And tonight was a perfect example. Several people shared about the intimacy and the peace in the space. And I co-facilitate the meeting with someone that I've been uh, gender non-conforming, non-binary, human, amazing. And we've known each other for almost three years. We've never met in person. And they are very peaceful and Buddhist-centered. And it's just cool to see how this group of queer Monday night seekers is forming around my recovery. It's awesome. Stick around. Find your seat have the willingness to let some of these ideas just drop in. Give yourself a year and just say, I'm going to try and I'm going to work a community and get out of your mind and just put it into your heart and into your body and follow that invitation if you're feeling called. Um, so I want to share just two more ideas with you. And one is refuge recovery in the beginning, one of the most profound mantras I found was, may I be generous with my pain and my suffering. It has stuck with me since it is such a powerful idea that we practice more generosity and more welcoming attitude, inclusive. There's room at my table for you, grief, this summer. There's room at my table, there's room at my table for anger and jealousy and all of the uncomfortable ones because it's so easy for me to direct my experience instead of being receptive to what I am experiencing. And sometimes I experience all kinds of crazy things. And I love that I have a meditation practice. Right now, my meditation practice looks like a 20-minute meditation. I set the timer and I sit quietly. And the goal is no manipulation, no control, just sit and listen and be present. And I often use the breath as a mantra and a, and a through line. I've been really consistent this summer. It's been such an asset to my day, my daily like 12 hours, my ability to you know, go into the next event with more discipline and to deal with intense stress or frustration or, or resentments. Ah, speaking of resentments, you know, one of the things I've learned in AA by working the steps is that resentments are the big offender. And so just this week, I decided to pull out my notebook where I keep all my work, 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 work. And I made a list of my resentments. Yes, you were on it. <laughs> Just kidding. I'm not going to tell you who is on the list. It's private. Generous with your pain and your suffering. You know, that's that's how my whole like HIV advocacy and I don't know if you've been with me this long, but bless your virus back in 2011 when I came out with my HIV status on CNN on national television. It was 
a time to actually put into place and into public coming out for awareness on HIV that, you know, my virus, where can I find the blessing in this? And of course, I'm never suggesting that by finding the blessing or becoming friends that you're ignoring the discomfort, the pain, the anger, the frustration. So let me just finish with this. This is actually a printed um, item right here. This is from Refuge Recovery Book. We use it sometimes in Recovery Dharma. This is called The Dedication of Merit. And this is something we read where we gather all of our good karma at the end of a meeting, all that we've accumulated through our support and our group and our meditation and our shares and our listening and our wise speech and our wise listening. And we send it out to all suffering in the world. So maybe wherever you are right now, just bring your heart center to your mind, to this, to these words. This is our dedication of merit. And I'll end this episode and see you tomorrow with the ring of a bell. Here we are. We dedicate the merits of this recovery Dharma meeting, this podcast episode, to all suffering addicts. May all who cling with fear accept the freedom of letting go. May all minds and hearts awaken to the possibility of recovery, compassion, and peace. May we learn to embrace change and uncertainty as part of life's fullness. May we give freely and wisely all that we have been given. May our recovery be an offering to all beings everywhere.